Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out again this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. On the mics with me this week is the Z-Man. What's up, Z? You hadn't been for Cotton Eye Joe. I've been married a long time ago. Where'd you come from? Where'd you go? Where'd you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? Okay. <laughs> um, the Mighty Ganthor is on assignment this week. So joining us this week, please welcome back to the show a favorite guest of mine. Please welcome back, Kath. How are you, Kath? Hello there. Welcome back. Very well, happy to have you, you with us. Uh, Z-Man, what do we got going on this week? Well, we got Kath on the show, and we're, we're a little, this is a, this is a very happy occasion slash sad occasion. So last year, uh, actually five months ago, we lost Kath to Montana. She is now Montanese. <laughs> Montanese. And Speak Montanese. Montanese, yes. She has, uh, you, did you get the shirt yet that says, I am Montanese? Because that would be awesome. No, but I'm having it made. You definitely have to get that made. But um, that kind of brought forward the uh, – we've been hearing stories of Cass' adventures in Montana. And she was explaining a story uh, that – she, she was telling us that she, her friends sent her a picture. Is that what it was? She sent a picture of a Radio Shack advertisement. It's, uh, it's a sign that says, buy a dish, get a gun. What? You sign up for Dish, which is the Dish company or something. And dish you Network, get a the satellite. Yeah. Yes. And Wait. you get a gun. What? You get a free gun. See, wait, you, you sign up you sign up for te- for television, for for satellite television and you get a gun? I, that's what the sign says. I so I don't understand. I I have seen the promotions where, you know, get an extra cable box, get a free DVR, <laughs> get HBO and Showtime for 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 a year, but firearms? Apparently. That is that is So so that brings us to our topic. Something must be done. About rednecks. Yeah, that is a very <laughs> redneck thing to, to do at that point. What the fuck is that about? So I discovered uh, over the weekend that there is a fine of $50 for discharging a weapon in town in the middle of Hamilton. And I relayed this to some friends at the coffee shop today, and they stood there looking at me with sort of, eh, sounds pretty reasonable faces. And I exclaimed, yep. Yeah, most towns, the fine is going to prison for discharging a gun in the middle of town. Yeah. But $50 here. $50. <laughs> $50 are just popping off a few rounds in public. I wonder who enforces that. Like, is that someone's job to find out who shot the gun? Or does someone tattle on you? Or... I don't know. At that point, law enforcement's kind of put in a bad spot. Because it's... You know, are they gonna are they gonna arrest you or fine you for popping off a few rounds, or are they gonna want to party down with you? You know, it's gonna be like yeehaw and just start to fire <laughs> off a few. But if you're outside the town, it's fine, right? Like you can go shooting well, in your backyard, they... right? Yeah, that's fine. Except okay. that if you're going to kill things, you just need a hunting license. So wait, so hold on. So I'm sorry. So no shooting in public. No public bad. If you want to fire, if you want to, if you want to fire off a few rounds in, let's say, the woods or something, if you're going to shoot at, you know, a deer or a bear or something along those lines, you got to have a permit. But it's all right for you to just pop off a few rounds in your backyard. Yeah, I think that's fine. Because there's well, nothing. I know at all... that's fine because I've very frequently been riding along on the smaller roads and I ride past people just shooting things. Just just shooting <laughs> things. Oh yeah. <laughs> Like what oh, kinds of things are they shooting? I'm I'm gonna guess like cans or bottles. Well, I don't really stick around to find out, to be honest. Well, that's pretty probably pretty smart on your part, I would say. Just get out there. 
I and frequently say. I find road signs with lots of bullet holes in them. So oh. I assume that's target practice. Right. Well, that's cool. So um, when I think of rednecks, I always think of like people of Walmart, the, the blog site there where you get to see like mm. big fat people wearing thongs and no pants and um, people with mullets and shirts that have cigarette holes in them, cigarette burn holes in them and, uh, and just tobacco dripping down it and you know your typical redneck look now i've never seen that at a walmart uh mostly because i shop at walmarts that are in cities um i'm gonna assume that you have seen that kath i have seen some sites at walmart certainly i have i've definitely seen a lot of uh african resembling loaded vehicles driving away i'm sorry where they basically so you know how the Africans literally strap goats to the top of vehicles and things. Okay. It, it, it's a little <laughs> so, bit like that. So you weren't using Africans <laughs> as a as a term for black people. That was you're well, actually no, I mean, you're actually referring to no. people from Africa. Oh yes, yes. Okay, I, I, mean, I didn't in, know we're talking about Africa, low riders here or or or. or uh. <laughs> No, in Africa, I have seen goats strapped to the top of vehicles. Okay. That's just a thing that people do. And and that happens a lot in Walmart car parks. So lots of stuff and things and people in trucks. Um, I suppose people make big outings. But I also, so a friend, I didn't experience this firsthand, but this was the uh, Walmart in Missoula, which is the closest one to us. It's about, uh, it's about 45 miles away from Hamilton. And my good friend, Stacey, saw a rather large woman pushing one cart and she had a bungee tied around her waist which was attached to the other cart sort of dragging along behind her and she had one cart that was totally brimming with frozen pizza <laughs> and so like, <laughs> no word of life. this is a very trusted source so the, i'm sorry so she she has she, she she can't fit all the pizzas in one cart so she needs two <laughs> carts and she's she she can't be bothered to make two trips, so she's got a bungee to her ass. Yes, and my fantastic friend Stacy actually stood and took a picture with her iPhone Excellent. of this woman in Walmart. Stacy, please send us this picture. Yes, please. <laughs> I love it, <laughs> So, so what other what other things are like different about living in Montana versus say living in Boston? Oh, what isn't different? Oh. What, what are the ones that strike you as, as you just sit there and you're like, you see it and you're like, huh? Well, one of my very first sort of very early experiences, you know, just driving from where I live to where I work, driving home one evening, uh, I came across a set of traffic lights in inverted cars. It took me a long time to work out that I was in fact sitting at a set of traffic lights. This is on a very long stretch of road. And we sat there for a, ve a long time, waiting and waiting in a queue of cars, until I, I realized that there was a man standing with a stop sign and another car that, or truck that was shuttling back and forth with a sign on it saying, follow me. And so that was the traffic light. You there... waited till the truck came, picked you up and took a certain number of cars to the other end, where there was another man with a reversible stop-go sign to the other waiting line of cars. And this distance was about eight miles. 
What the hell were they doing construction that they had to close off eight miles of road? Forget about that. Why didn't they just pick mm. up a goddamn telephone to call the guy? All right, flip your fucking sign. My point exactly. They, cell phones, exactly. ca- so walkie-talkies, fucking yeah. you know, mirrors, smoke signals, smoke carrier signal. pigeons. Communication has evolved since you know the Stone Age. There were there should have been you know the ability to signal somebody a few miles away. Huh. See, you're as dumbfounded as I was. Yeah, I I, I got a huh. Yep, that's yep. what you asked for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What else you got? What else? Tell us, tell us other random weird things that happened in, um, in Montana. So one of the so there was a town festival called Daily Days. It's to do with Marcus Daly, who uh, established the town. And during that town festival, there was a pig being rolled around in a cage with the sign on it saying, Kiss the pig. It was a live pig. It was a live pig, and you gave some money, and you had to kiss the pig. Wait, hold on. I'm sorry. People. Pay... I don't. I don't. I can't. I can't explain any more than that. Really. Well, 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 let me see if. Let me see understand. if I'm. I just want to see if I'm visualizing this right. There's a pig in a cage, and they're rolling it around towards the people in the festival who are now paying for the privilege of puckering up and kissing the pig. How much did it cost? Yes. Um. I don't know. I think you donated to get someone with you to kiss the pig. Oh, so you got someone? You got the okay. Yeah, Wait, so you paid money to for somebody else to kiss the pig? As a joke, you you like it's like haha. You have to kiss the pig. I just paid for you to get the pig pig thing. It's not like the kissing booth where you like you want to kiss the hot chick. All right, fine. Okay, so you're paying you're paying to throw somebody under the bus. Kath, was there anybody who was actually taking taking them up on the offer? To... Oh, many people were kissing the pig. What the fuck many is that people. about? They were just they were just. Ki- ki- Kissing the pig. As far as I could tell. All right. Okay. Well, was it a big? Was it a big pig? No. Does it really oh. matter what the size of the pig is? Well, I think it's that like point? a little piglet. That's different. Like this little piglet would be kind of cute. Dude, seriously? I'd kiss a piglet. You'd kiss a piglet. Pig, pig, pigs root in shite. Z. So, so does your mom. Oh come. And you kiss on. your mom, don't you? Come on. <laughs> so, so let me let me ask you this, Kath. Have you have you noticed at all? Or have you encountered any hostility from from any of the, the the rednecks in your area to the fact that you're from the Northeast or that you came that you migrated from the Northeast? Have you have you met with any kind of hostility? Or not the Northeast, uh, but just from another country. This well, you may right. be the first person from another country they've met. Absolutely no hostility at all. In fact, quite the reverse. It's it is embarrassing sometimes how it will be the first thing that people say immediately. Where are you from? Where's that accent? I love your accent. I I have to say um I I did not have a similar experience Kath uh when I went when I went down south I I went to North Carolina uh mm. I it was a long while ago uh me and my me and my buddy went down there and uh we went out one night where we were looking wanted to play some pool now we were much younger and we just wanted to play some pool and just kind of chill out for a little bit and we walked into this one place now this wasn't exactly a pool hall per se it was a um, well, frankly, it was a TCBY with one of the with one or two of those um, coin op pool tables. You know what I'm talking about, Z? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And there were a couple of arcade machines in the back. It was really just kind of like a like a family hangout type of deal. So my buddy and I go up to one of the pool tables, and uh, we were approached by uh, two gentlemen, two very 
you know, this is very stereotypical, very wiry, kind of thin, thin mustache, mul- rocking the mullet. NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR apparel. Yeah, the flannel. Uh, just very, very stereotypical. It's like they walked out of a goddamn movie. And they walk right up to us and they go, Y'all want to play some billiards? And my buddy and I, you know, we just kind of look at each other. Now, look, I, I, I suck at playing pool, but my buddy was really good. And I kind of looked at him, he nods. I turn around and go, Sure, we'll play some billiards. Y'all want to put some money on it? Look over at my buddy, he nods. Sure. How much? Say about $10 each. Yep. All right. Y'all want a break? Sure. So I get up. I break. I sink a ball or two. I scratch. Redneck number one gets up, sinks three balls. He scratches. My buddy gets up, runs the rest of the table. So now, redneck one and two, they're not so stupid, right? So they they just figured out that they they were trying to hustle us, but they just got hustled. So now they get immediately pissed off. And... I, you know, as a gentleman, I turn around and I said, all right, guys, you know, nice game. You know, pay up. We ain't paying you, Yankee folk. Excuse me. Why don't y'all go back where y'all came from? Now, it was at this point where my buddy, who had pretty much been silent through this whole ordeal, unleashes a torrent of profanity heretofore unseen on the planet Earth. You're not even a place that serves alcohol. Right. I'm, I'm telling you, frozen yogurt. Right? <laughs> okay. It's not a place where you should be brawling. You know what I'm saying? So, so we make our way out to the parking lot. I drag him out, kicking and screaming. And we're making our way to the car. And you hear the doors fly open. You hear, where do y'all think you're going? And I turn around now because now I'm pissed off. I said, hey, fuckwad, you know what the straightest line in North Carolina is? He goes, what's that? I said, your family fucking tree. <laughs> Do you understand what that meant? Uh, it took him a second, but he put two and two together, and he got four. So, you know, I said, why don't you go back in there before I beat your ass up New York style? And he comes right up to me. He's like, what y'all going to do about it? And it was right on. It was on right there. We threw down. Uh, redneck number one was handled by my buddy who pummeled him into oblivion. I bulldogged one of them straight into the asphalt. And now we're standing over the two of these guys, and we're going... Yeah, this is going to be like a scene out of My Cousin Vinny. We're going to get thrown into jail for the rest of our natural lives. We hightailed it to the car and then burned burned rubber the hell out of the TCBY, making sure we never return to that place again. This is my experience with rednecks. Well, that would fit you off. I, I, yes, it did, as a matter of fact. I was, I was pissed off. I'll teach you to try to play money, play billiards for money. That's right. How'd they, they actually use the word billiards? Y'all want to play some billiards? That's a that's a pretty big word. Uh-huh. It's episode classical. Yes. I had somebody I was running to. There's a track about a mile and a half uh, through a field at the back of my house. But the first time I went through there, I sort of freestyled through a trailer park, which I was amazed to find actually exists. You know, I obviously sheltered life and all. I thought they were just in movies, but no, real live trailers. And I could see the track, and I tried to cut through a bloke's yard and he sh- just stuck his head out the window at me and shouted get out of my yard really loudly and really aggressively wait wait could you do and that again sort of... do that again for me what the get out of my yard yeah, yeah, yeah. get out of my yard <laughs> <laughs> come on you gotta give it it's gotta come with a little bit more a little bit... get out of my yard get out of my yard there you go <laughs> 
yelled and giggled and screamed and scampered all at the same time. And I kind of was scared and sort of wanted to run away, but I also felt inclined to thank him for the authentic experience. You know? <laughs> I didn't think he'd really understand, so I just ran away. Did, did you have to, like, dodge the pink flamingos that were... Uh... Yeah, strewn about with the with the, the garden gnomes. Absolutely, yeah. You know what, Z? You know what, Z? Mm. I don't think we're giving rednecks a fair shake. What do you want to do about well, it? You know, I'm I'm saying, you know, we're we're talking about the, you know, the the people of Walmart. We're talking about, you know, the the gun toting types of rednecks, or, you know, the uh, chasing them. Get out of my yard! I don't think we really <laughs> give. Uh, rednecks a whole lot of credit. They are they are an industrious uh, group of people. They're they're actually quite clever. Um, mm-hmm. They they have a, they have achieved certain feats of engineering that need to be seen to be believed. Do you have a do you have a uh, slideshow you are going to uh, peruse? I, I'll tell you what I have several because I, I mean all you really have to do to uh, to to get a get an appreciation for what rednecks are capable of is just type the words redneck engineering into Google, and and you will get, I, I promise you, a plethora of examples of why rednecks have some of the most creative problem-solving minds in this country. I, I will tell you, I will tell you that there's, that there's one picture here where, where apparently a redneck wanted to say that he had a flat panel TV mounted to his wall. So what he did was, is he took a regular, you know, tube television and just cut a big old hole out in his wall and the, put the tube itself hanging outside of the house. That's pretty intelligent. I mean, my guess is that TV's probably pretty heavy. I, I don't see any supports on it. Yeah, so you don't know what kind of uh, what kind of thing he's done to the front of it. Yeah. You know? Speaking and, and of heavy... He, d- he does have tape around it to, uh, to insulate. Well, well we're going to get back to tape in just a minute, so you hold that thought there, sir. All right, all right. All right, uh, all right just, but I want to stay on the heavy thing for just a second. Here's here's a guy who has a very tall hedge out front of his house and looks to have a problem trying to figure out how to keep it from getting a little unruly. So what it appears is this guy works at a construction yard and has access to a crane, hooks his John Deere up to the crane, lifts the crane lifts the John Deere up in the crane above the hedge and then basically rides the hedge with the crane so that he can mow down the top of the hedge. I am watching this, and I don't... Yeah, that's crazy. That seems extremely dangerous. It's, But it's not dangerous. It's genius! It's like a, a magic carpet lawnmower. Yeah, it's unbelievable. There, there's a guy. There's a guy here. I got a picture of him. There's a guy here who wanted to take a little bit of a dip in the hot tub. So he has what appears to be a ginormous... Uh, what do you call these things the, with the front end front end loader? Front end loader, a ginormous front end loader, fills it up with water, and then lights <laughs> a fire underneath it, so that it gets you know to be like a little warm. Basically, creating himself a little bit of a hot tub in a giant front end loader, and he appears to be giving himself a little bit of a bath. My favorite part that about this picture. Spectacular. My favorite part about this picture is the fact that he took like four by fours. Created a um, a, st- a uh, what do you call it, like a platform so he could stand on that then has a step up so that he can get into the 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 the, the bucket and then when he gets out he's not going to be standing in dirt. Right. So you know That's, he can dry himself off. 
Well, without right, right. you know, without getting without getting all dirty again, you can put maybe his uh, his flip flops on. You know what I'm saying? Flippy floppies. Flippy floppies. The 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 best part of redneck engineering is when you can create the Taj Mahal of trailer parks by literally stacking the trailers onto each other and even onto something of a terraced layout so that you can create a multi-level trailer mansion. I haven't gotten there yet. I'm, I, I'm waiting. Hold I, on. I'm I still have pictures to of all of this. I promise I will post them on the Facebook page. It's genius. I do like the stretched uh, pickup truck with the 15 different side panels. Yeah. Yep, that, that's the, uh, the limo, the, the redneck limo. Is that, is that what you're referring yep, to? Yep, yep, yep. Sitting out in front of a 7-Eleven, no less. Oh, the scissor, the, the forklift holding the scissor lift is also nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. Th- there is one other thing that rednecks have a strong appreciation for. And maybe, maybe you know, this is one of those things that's really unappreciated in this world, and rednecks are just onto something. Rednecks fucking love duct tape, bro. Yep, yep, yep. They fucking well, love loves, it. Everyone loves duct tape. Oh, but the rednecks, the rednecks more than most. You know, when you when you when you go when you when you're looking for a little extra circulation in your house, one of the things that most people do, Kath, is to put a ceiling fan in a room. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. So here's a guy who wanted to put up a ceiling fan in his room, so he took a regular table fan, an oscillating one at that, and you know, wanted to make it into a ceiling fan, so he duct taped it to the ceiling. <laughs> you go boy. It's ingenious. It's ingenious. I mean, you know, we we all we all have this problem. You know, sometimes when when things get old and when things break, you know, we we fix things maybe with a little bit of duct tape. The rednecks create with duct tape. They are the Da Vinci's of duct tape. The best the best example the best example is the guy who who has some soup. He's got some soup in a uh, in a styrofoam bowl there, Z, and he's got a fork. Mm-hmm. Can't eat soup with a fork, right? Eh. You gotta go quicker. Well, you know, rather than rather than shoveling it into his mouth as fast as he could, gets a little duct tape, wraps around that fork. Now he's got himself a spoon. Job done. Job done. Except for the fact that your soup's gonna taste like duct tape. You know what? Doesn't matter. You can eat the soup now. Yeah. It's genius. Or you could just pick it up the bowl and just put it in your mouth. You know, lots of other it's, ways to solve this a is problem. Civ- this is civilized. Lots of other ways to solve a problem. This, this is uh, this is genius genius it's a genius in its simplicity so what do we learn what do we learn about rednecks they're dumbfounding they're, dumb, there you go they're not dumb they're dumbfounding that's true that's Absolutely. true yeah that's, i mean that's that's that should be a bumper sticker right there there you go in fact that you know why don't we why don't create that create that with a little uh four listeners logo i mean i look i i learned i i learned that you know rednecks have a phenomenal capacity for creativity and a genuine love of duct tape so uh, if you love duct tape, why don't you go ahead and post it on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash 4listeners or 4listeners.com. Uh, you can check us out on Stitcher Radio or on iTunes. Just go ahead and search for 4listeners, and we'll pop right on up. Thank you, Kath, once again for joining the program. You have been a lovely, lovely guest. Thank you. And we thank all of you out there for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe?